So I'm sure you know by now that I wholeheartedly believe that building your healthy lifestyle on the foundation of a relationship with God is the way to go. It's how I live truly free, confident, and joyful in my own health and life. I'm sure I've shared this before, but there was a time in my life where my health completely consumed me and I couldn't think of anything else. I was so obsessed with getting to a certain weight, exercising as much as possible, all because I thought that's what healthy was supposed to look like. It's what the world preaches healthy should look like. But when I began to seek the Lord first, grow my relationship with him and allow him to be my identity and who I look to for everything, rather than letting the approval of others define me, everything shifted. I began to be able to develop healthier habits and live them out consistently in joy rather than out of obligation and frustration. I want to live healthy, to take care of my body and mind as a way to honor and glorify God. Today, I am bringing you a conversation I had with my friend and fellow coach and podcast host, Kayla. She dropped some serious truth bombs about how she applied all the principles of developing healthy habits to her relationship with God and how he completely transformed how she lives healthy and thinks about living healthy. There's some gold in this episode, so let's get into it. Enjoy. Hey, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, and I'm so excited to be with you today. I am passionate about helping women just like you ditch the diet culture and transform your body from the inside out without feeling selfish or taking up all your time. I believe living healthy can be simple and fun and ultimately allow you to deepen your relationship with God and walk more fully in the purposes He has for you. I've been where you are now. I've tried the diets and even got to my goal weight, but it left me feeling just as empty, insecure, and unfulfilled as I was before. It wasn't until I drew closer to God that I experienced that true confidence I was after. So grab your Bible, notebook, and coffee and get ready to finally experience joy and freedom in your health journey. All right. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and I am so excited to have my good friend Kayla on today. She has been such an encouragement and inspiration in my life and my relationship with God. Um, Kayla is such a joy and will challenge you while also bringing a smile to your face. It's really a gift that she has, which she gets to use as she speaks and coaches and hosts her own podcast and so much more. She calls herself a Christian lifestyle mentor, which really means she helps busy Christian women find the time, discipline, and confidence to grow their relationship with God and walk out his truth every single day. And I can tell you from experience that this is her passion. It's what she was made for. All that being said, I am so happy that I get the opportunity to share this incredible woman of God with you today. So welcome to the podcast, Kayla. Thank you so much, Lauren. I'm so happy to be here. I think it's just so fun when you and I get to talk about anything. So to be able to like record it and share with other people, I'm pumped. (laughs) So awesome. Well, I'm going to let you share a little bit more about um, yourself, your story. Um, I know you have quite the history with healthy living and habits around that. So um, tell us a little bit more about your background and like what healthy looks like you looks like for you today compared with like other times previously in your life. Sure. Um, well, I, I grew up as, well, I grew up in Canada playing every sport you could think hockey, figure skating, did it all. Um, but then I settled on basketball and that really took, not took over my life. Cause I joyfully did it, but I ended up moving to Arizona in high school. I played in college, won a national championship, um, played at a really elite level 
so much so that it was just recently inducted into the Sports Hall of Fame here. So really exciting stuff, but also a lot of discipline, like sports and what I would deem as health then was such a big part of my life. And it was such a purpose for my every single day, always going to practice, always working out, always, you know, eating properly in that. Um, once I finished playing in college, I had a back injury that ended my playing career, but then I moved on to work in professional sports. I worked for the National Basketball Association for nine years and being around that atmosphere still was such a motivation for me to maintain a healthy lifestyle, to still work out so much so that I started personal training and I started competing. Like I went the whole extra other gamut of the bedazzled bikinis and the clear heels and getting on stage. I just always had that, that desire in me to compete and to win and to push myself to all these limits, um, which was great for a season. You know, the last time I competed was 2010 and I'm, I'm so glad that I've gone on the journey beyond there. Um, and it's a long journey mentally when you come from such an extreme competing type of atmosphere with your health to now finding this joy and this balance to now be able to like go through a phase of training women um, and helping them find just a healthy lifestyle, not all these ups and downs, not pushing yourself beyond just actually finding joy in a healthy lifestyle. And so I've come to that now in my life. Um, I don't look the same in a bikini as I did when I was competing, but I actually like love it. I love the confidence that I have now is different. Um, and that I can actually be an example to so many other women in that. So to me now, healthy living looks like, first of all, an amazing relationship with God, but it looks like taking care of my body and putting in the effort to give it what it needs, um, but to also challenge. I'm, I'm also still challenging myself. I like to sweat. I like to work hard, but I like to do it out of joy and not out of pushing myself so that someone else can approve of it if that makes sense. <laughs> um, yes, you just dropped an amazing truth bomb. Can you say that one more time? All of it? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, just the last part. <laughs> yeah, it, I think. Um, just, yeah, now I have, I think this is what I said, now I have the joy like for myself rather than pushing myself so that other people will approve or so that other people will give me a trophy or other people will give me a medal or other people will post pictures of me. Like, it's not about that anymore. That's, that's amazing. I think you just set a bunch of women free right now that are listening because that's so true. That is, that is absolutely what it comes down to. What, you know, one of the ways I would define a healthy lifestyle is that you are doing it for you and for your own joy. And, um, you know, ultimately to honor, to honor God and take care of, you know, the temple that he has for you. And so to be able to let go of doing it for other people's approval or um, because other people say you should, or because there's this worldly standard that we think we have to meet, like letting go of all of that and doing it from the joy of your heart. Um, and ultimately on the foundation of your relationship with God, like that's gold right there. <laughs> you. You're welcome. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about like what shifted for you. So you kind of shared a little bit about your um, history with uh, the NBA and playing basketball and all of that and pushing yourself hard um, to now having this different perspective on not only what healthy looks like for you, but also your relationship with God. So tell us a little bit more about like where that shift occurred in your life. Yeah. So I was 
um, I kind of became known in a lot of <laughs> Christian women circles as like the Christian fitness girl. And I, I had my, my business and ministry, and that was my dream to like help Christian women become healthy. And I would speak at conferences and, and get to like create devotionals and stuff around that. And so during the last couple of years, when everything was on zoom, I had a program that I was running, um, working, working out with women, but also incorporating their relationship with God. And I found myself each week when a woman would be like, I lost a couple pounds or like my husband noticed this about me. I was so much more excited when they shared with me that their relationship with God had shifted. Like it was a whole different level of excitement and joy for me on that front that I finally let go of all my fitness training in the sense of just like helping other women with that. And I moved into fully mentoring um, Christian women and, and now life coaching them as well. And so that shift happened for me to really focus on that. Um, I still am certified in all my training and I actually decided I am going to recertify. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I want to keep all that. I, I miss teaching spin and I, I miss some of that kind of stuff. But when it comes to my relationship with God and helping women with that, that transition just became, it's what I needed. I needed to feel that joy that that's what I was helping women with. Um, I'm not sure if this is answering your question at all, but <laughs> that's where a big transition happened for me from being an athlete to being a trainer, to then training women on their health with a foundation of a relationship with God to now letting go of the training piece. Um, I think a big part of the transition for me was a lot of women that I knew or that were asking me for help wanted help in their relationship with God, but they didn't necessarily want help in their health. Um, and I still wanted to be able to help them. And I didn't want to keep forcing that people could only work with me if they wanted to become more healthy. So I just, I let that go. And God has opened doors on this side of things. And, and that's kind of where I'm, where I'm traveling now. That's awesome. So you really kind of saw a shift in who you felt called to help and how you felt called to serve them too. Um, you know, these seeing, um, the, the joy of like women's relationships with God grow, um, like just, I feel like fueled you so much mm -hmm. more than, you know, watching them lose a couple pounds or get, get back in shape or whatever. Right. Yeah. And I, I think a big piece of it for me is that like, I want to be the example for the women that are following me and looking at me. And I was starting to have a hard time trying to keep up with the social media of being a fitness trainer and a fitness influencer. And like what, it, what I had to look like and what I had to put into it wasn't joyful for me anymore. I wanted to just go hiking and go for walks, which is what I was trying to tell the women I was working with to do. But I felt like I had to keep up this image of being in the gym all the time and posting this workout. And I wasn't feeling like doing it. And so I, I wanted to make sure that my life is the model and the example for who I'm working with. And that started to shift. I noticed that I have been more consistent in the last five years sharing my personal Bible time with God on social media, way more than sharing any workouts, like beyond, even when I was a trainer. And so the shift kind of happened gradually, but it was now looking back, I can see it happened all along the way. And most of it was because I wanted to be the example. And so I didn't want to feel pressured to live a different way just to present it to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. And I, and I love how you talked about how it was kind of like this gradual transition, but like you could look back and see 
the change over time. And, and I mean, the truth is the hard truth maybe is that, you know, sharing God with people is eternal. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Right. So how do you apply like the habit principles of healthy living to your personal relationship with God and like how you teach women in their relationships with God? Oh, this is like my sweet spot. (laughs) This is like almost the basis of my whole, one of my programs that I run is that I just think that's so important as when we become trainers or living a healthy lifestyle, there's habits that we put in place and we never think to put them into our relationship with God, right? Like when, when new people become saved and, and get to know Jesus, you're told, read your Bible, but no one actually tells you how to make that part of your life. You know, they, they, you can take a class on maybe how to understand it, but how do you actually make that part of your life? And so I started to take the exact same principles and habit building techniques I used for all the years in health and fitness and my lifestyle and put them into my relationship with God. So if I wanted to go to the gym at five in the morning, I would set my stuff out the night before. (laughs) And like, that's what we do. I would pack my meals the day before I would prepare. And we do that when we want to build a healthy lifestyle. So I started setting my Bible out with my pen the night before I started like setting an alarm, just like I would go to the gym. I started doing that with my time with God. And I just saw all these habit building techniques. Even now to this day, I prepare ahead of time. I have, I call it my venti, but a cup of water that I fill up every single night. And I set it with my Bible before I go to bed. So that in the morning, I don't even have to get distracted and walk to the kitchen, which would mean probably checking something on my phone, looking outside, all these other things just to get a cup of water. And now it's been like 15 minutes of nothingness. Um, so I still use those same techniques, just like setting your shoes out the night before. So there's so many techniques we use to build the habit of being healthy and there's scientifically proven habit building techniques. Let's use them in our relationship with God. Let's use them to build that up. Let's use partnering things together. And, you know, we try to make it so difficult sometimes to spend time with God or to have this relationship with him. And, and we don't understand everything. I mean, I, I went back and earned a second degree as a Bible major, but not everyone does. And you don't have to, you know, I I wanted to teach and I wanted to learn, but those habit building techniques, that's been the shift for me that has helped me maintain um, the growth in my relationship with God by far. That's amazing because it's so true. I mean, if you have those habits in place to really prepare yourself, even before you get into that time, like that's setting yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. So good. So, so good. Okay. If you could leave listeners with one solid tip of where to start, if they know like their spiritual health, their relationship with God is where they need to focus right now. What would that be? Just one, huh? (laughs) Okay. If you have more than one, I'll let you share more than one. Okay. It might be like one and a half. Um, Honestly, the first one is to recognize that your relationship with God is real. And then it's a real relationship. And if you can treat it like a real relationship, then that's where the shift will start to happen. Because in a real relationship, we don't force ourselves to do something, right? We don't, we have natural conversations. We say good morning. Like when I wake up and I sit down with my Bible and my journal, the first thing I write is good morning, God. He gets my first good morning of the day. And that's proof that we are in a relationship. 
And then I like, I feel like sometimes it's like an iPhone, like the little dot, dot, dots, like he's writing back as I'm reading his word. <laughs> but as I spend time with him, this is, this is how I look at things because our relationship is real. You know, something that gives a lot of women freedom is that I will spend time with God. And then like, yes, our lives are busy. He knows that he's blessed us with the job and the kids and the family and everything. So sometimes I'll just say like, God, I'm gonna call you back. We do that with friends and they don't get offended. And so why do we feel like we can't do that with God? You know, like even, even this morning planning this podcast, I was journaling and I, and then I knew we had this schedule. So I was like, God, I'm, I'm gonna call you back. So I'm going to do this interview and then go for a hike. And then I'm going to sit back down with my Bible and spend more time with him. Um, and I think that we just, we, if we can treat our relationship with God as a real relationship and not as something rigid, then that will allow us to flow. And that will just it change our entire lifestyle. That is so good. And I, I can tell you from my experience working with you personally, Kayla, in one of your courses, um, that so many of what you just, like so much of what you just said has like completely shifted my perspective and how rigid I am on my, you know, what I used to call quiet time, like that no longer, I don't see that as quiet time anymore. Like that is just time I'm putting, setting aside intentionally to develop my relationship with God and like allowing God to get my first good morning and the whole, I'll call you back later thing. Like that is completely shifted. Like I will even share this week, um, something completely shifted from working with Kayla too, about the time of day that I spend, um, in my Bible with God developing that relationship. Like it always has to, had to be first thing in the morning for me, but this last couple of weeks I've been extra busy and just extra tired. And every morning I felt like I just couldn't focus and I wasn't giving God my best in that moment. And Kayla said something that completely set me free that I, it doesn't have to be first thing in the morning that I spend this time with God. Like I can drink my cup of coffee, go do a walk outside or whatever I need to do to wake myself up a little bit more and then come back to it. And I will tell you right now that it's completely like shifted for me what that time looks like and and just reconfirmed everything you just said, Kayla, about, um, you know, it's a real relationship. Like God wants a real relationship with us. And that is just, it's amazing. It's really amazing. And that's the shift, right? Like that's the shift. Like, yes, he's God and we are his children. But like that relationship is real and it's not like, yes, we have reverence and we honor him and we even have a healthy fear of him, but the relationship is real. I mean, I had a healthy fear of my dad, even though he was so loving. I mean, he was six foot eight. And so his hands were huge. And like, there was like a healthy little fear there, you know, every now, <laughs> but there's still this love and this honor. And then this time that I could just like curl up beside him, even in my thirties, you know, like a real relationship. And if we can start to look at our relationship with God like that, um, then that, that will change everything. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you one more bonus question? Sure. So how do you feel like in your life, like having your relationship with God be your foundation has influenced your desire to, um, want to live healthier and take care of your body? I know yeah. you kind of touched on it, but will you expand a little bit more? Yeah. I think the big one that like pops up for me, and I think I actually have a podcast episode about this as well, but something that I started to ask myself was, am I able? And like, that's a question that I would start to ask women that I worked with, even when I was training, like, I want to know that I can say yes 
to whatever God is asking me to do. And sometimes we don't think of the physical means to say yes. You know, if, if God asked me to like, go help that old lady across the street, pack her boxes and move, am I physically able to go and do it? But not just physically able, am I physically able to do it with joy? Mm-hmm. Right? Because like, if we're not healthy, we will still sometimes go and help people. But now we're sweating and we're sitting down and we're hating the day and then we're frustrated. Like, I want to physically be able to do whatever he's called me to do with joy. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've like, I want to get up on a stage and speak and not be like out of breath and be able to continue whatever he's calling me to do. Um, so that's the main thing. And I just believe that it's an honor. Like, yes, I believe obviously that our bodies are the temple of the Lord and we're to take care of them. But I believe that we're to be good stewards of everything that he gives us. We talk about being a good steward in our finances. We talk about being a good steward with our family. Like he has given us this gross shell to live in. (laughs) I mean, we can, we can make it beautiful, but like the truth is compared to the spirit in us, but we still have to be good stewards of it. Like it should last us our lifetime if we take care of it. You know, something, this is such a stupid example, but I'm going to share it. Stupid probably wasn't a great word for your podcast, but I said it anyway. As an auntie, like my niece and nephew are eight and five, but I remember living with them when they were young and like teaching them to brush their teeth. Right. And so now my nephew just lost his first tooth. And so now having that shift in conversation of like brushing your teeth, like this one, you actually keep forever now. Like the first ones, it's like, whatever, they're going to fall out when you brush them, whatever. But now it's like this one, you actually have to keep forever. So like the different view of taking care of your teeth from the age of five till forever, like that's just a whole different view of, of teaching kids to be a good steward. And we need to do that with our bodies as well. Like this is our one body. Sure. You can get a knee replacement and a whatever, but like, this is it. And we have to be good stewards of it because God gave it to us and blessed us with it, but also so that we can be able. Yeah. I love that question. Are you able, when I'm talking with my clients about that very question in like why they're wanting to get healthy, um, you know, I kind of take it one step further, you know, are you able to do anything that God asked you to do, but not only physically able to, you know, help the old lady pack up her boxes and move, but do you have the mental and emotional capacity to have your eyes up and are you looking around and paying attention to the things around you? Um, to where God might be leading you to someone, to pour into someone's life, to to give a word of encouragement or to pray for someone, or are you so hyper-focused on whatever is going on um, in your life or you're overly, um, you know, emotionally drained because things in your life are so busy or your family is feeling out of control right now or whatever it is, like that's the other piece, I believe, that has to do with health. You know, we're talking about a healthy body physically, but also a mind mentally Mm -hmm. and emotionally. Um, and, and yeah, having that, that basis of a relationship with God and having your spiritual health as your foundation, you know, I think leads you to want to be healthy, both in mind and in body. Oh, of course. That's so good. That's so good. All right. Well, thank you very much, Kayla. You dropped some amazing truth bombs always. Um, where can listeners connect with you and what are you offering right now that you would like to share with them? Sure. Um, well, you can connect with me on Facebook or Instagram on Instagram. I am Kayla praise K A E L A P R A Y S. Um, my website is also Kayla praise.com. 
Uh, my podcast is called His Word, My Walk, and I release episodes every week, um, just 20 minute episodes that you can listen to while you go out for a walk. Um, and then I have a, a great signature program called the Bible Time Accelerator, which I kind of hit on a little bit about the habit building and really understanding God's word. But but my new one that I'm so excited about and love that the wait list is already filling up for the next round is my Bible journaling boot camp. And it's just a 30 day program to take you from not really knowing what to do to like pages full of purpose. And that's a program that I'm so, so, so excited about that it can just be this 30 day program to get women through. Um, so the next cohort is actually about to start. Um, so you can head to my website and find out information about that as well. Thanks, Kayla. And I'll drop all of those links in. And y'all, I'm going to do a, a plug really quick for the Bible Journaling Bootcamp because I, I just finished up mine, my 30 days, and it really was life-changing. It, it um, I mentioned some earlier, but it completely transformed how I look at my Bible time, my relationship with God, and just how I'm able to hear from him. So I highly, highly recommend connecting with Kayla and looking into that if if um, learning how to journal as you are reading through the Bible is something that you are interested in. So thank you so much, Kayla, for coming on. It was a pleasure to have you. Thanks, Lauren. I just love anytime we can get together and chat. <laughs> well, we'll talk to you later. Okay, thanks. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes each week. And if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support and encouragement you need on your journey to healthy and empowered living. Also, if you're interested in working with me through my coaching program, you can book a free discovery call or email me to learn more. You'll find all the links to connect with me in the show notes. Until next time.